Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, September 12th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, Tamia Coleman-Hawkins is 12 and runs her own baking business, kind of a head start for her career. My mom has always been telling me to be my own boss and own my own business when I became an adult. St. Louis Public Radio's Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson speaks with Coleman-Hawkins on inspiring other children to be entrepreneurs. That conversation in just a bit. First, the news. The Missouri House has approved a measure allowing residents to trade in multiple vehicles to reduce the sales tax when buying a newer model. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll reports, the legislation now heads to the Senate, where it is expected to pass tomorrow. The bill sponsor, Republican State Representative Becky Ruth of Festus, says it was imperative to pass the legislation swiftly, to abide by a recent state Supreme Court decision, and to save money for taxpayers. But Democrats made it clear again this was not an issue that deserves a special session. Minority leader Crystal Quaid, a Democrat from Springfield, says she'd rather strengthen gun control. It makes no sense to prioritize tax breaks for a few over the lives of Missourians who die nearly every day due to gun violence. The measure passed with a vote of 126 to 21. Despite their objection to the call of the session, several Democrats did support the bill. Those who voted no say they're concerned the state could be missing out on money to repair roads and bridges. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio. A state audit report shows taxpayers spent more than $200,000 to defend former Missouri Governor Eric Greitens' use of a self-deleting text messaging app. A 2017 lawsuit alleged Greitens office used that app to get around Missouri's open records laws. The case was dismissed in July. The Kansas City Star reports state auditor Nicole Galloway conducted the audit and her report says most of the money funded private attorneys to represent the governor's office in that lawsuit. Former St. Louis County Executive Steve Stenger will serve his sentence at a federal prison in South Dakota. Stenger will report to the minimum security camp in Yankton on September 21st. It's one of the locations his attorneys requested. Stenger pleaded guilty in May to corruption charges for directing county contracts to campaign donors. Illinois health care officials want to save money by changing the kind of insurance the Department of Children and Family Services provides to children in its care. But state lawmakers say they are worried those children may fall through the cracks. Here's reporter Sam Dunklaw. If you've ever moved from one insurance plan to another, you know it can be complicated. Now try doing that for 16,000 foster care children at once. That's what DCFS is trying to manage for all the kids in its custody. It wants to move them all to Illinois' Medicaid plan, known as Illini Care. But state lawmakers say that plan is not soup yet. The road to hell was paved with good intentions, and I'm sure you have that. But you are experimenting with my children's lives, and I'm sick of it. That was Mary Flowers, a Chicago Democrat. She and others raised questions about whether DCFS has gotten public feedback on its plan and whether it would result in an Illini care profit. Nonetheless, the agency is planning to make the move to Medicaid by November 1st. I'm Sam Dunklaw. If you have the time today, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Also, why not tell a friend about it? We'd appreciate it. A 12-year-old fluorescent girl has turned her passion for baking 
into a business. As St. Louis Public Radio's Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson reports, she wants to inspire other children to be their own boss. Tamia Coleman-Hawkins is making a batch of her signature homemade chocolate chip cookies. Her recipe has all the classic ingredients like flour, sugar, and lots of butter. But she's keeping her recipe under wraps. Gotta keep that to myself. Tamia is the founder and CEO of Mia's Treats Delight. She makes a mix of sweet treats like cupcakes, brownies, and an assortment of cookies for her customers. Tamia has been baking since she was four and started her business when she was eight. My mom has always been telling me to be my own boss and own my own business when I became an adult. Tamia says she made the step to start her own business after taking an economics class in the third grade. I walked up to my mom that night and told her that I didn't want to wait until I was an adult to start my own business, and then I wanted to start it then. Her mom, Tamisio Hawkins, was eager to support her, and she says that's because the idea of being an entrepreneur was never suggested to her as a kid. It was go to school, graduate, get a job, retire. That's what I thought life was. So when she came to me, of course, you know, I didn't want to tell her, you know, no, you're, you're too young, because I had always told her, you can do whatever you put your mind to. Tamia buys all of her ingredients with the money she makes, and she and her mom deliver the treats to her customers. She says kids should not let their age stop them from pursuing their dreams. Because usually it's just these are the careers that you can do, and all of them are just jobs that are controlled by other people. It's never entrepreneurship. So I say, you're a kid, you can do it. Don't wait. Tamia says her next move is to work from a commercial kitchen and eventually for Mia's Treats Delight to have its own brick and mortar location. I'm Marissa Ann Lewis Thompson, St. Louis Public Radio. The average age of a new construction labor apprentice in parts of Illinois is 37. A Metro East Labor Training Center wants to enroll younger people in its apprenticeship program. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt visited a new initiative for high school students in Edwardsville, which is part of that effort. Sixteen juniors from Edwardsville High School sit around two pods of tables in a classroom. Orange hard hats sit in front of them, but they're not even close to operating construction equipment. Today, they're solving math problems. All the fraction ones here, so it's 9, 10, 11, and 12. But these are high school students, so they're chatty and crack jokes. <laughs> they're just three weeks into a new two-year program that teaches high school students parts of the construction trade at the Illinois Laborers and Contractors Training Facility in Edwardsville. Students learn to pour concrete, construct scaffolding, install pipes, and many other aspects of the trade. Vicki McElroy is the apprenticeship coordinator at the facility and says the students train here for two hours every school day. By the time they're completed the program, they're going to be at least 85% complete of our regular apprenticeship program. To get that jump start, it's huge. She says this makes it much easier for the high schoolers to enter the construction trade after they graduate. But most students aren't planning that far ahead and are just focused on what they can learn. Christopher Smith is one of them. I'm really interested in a lot of the concrete work. He says he already does lots of heating, cooling, and electrical work. You have to be able to do a lot of different things. To learn another skill that I could bring to the table, uh, I see that being worth a little bit more. McElroy and her colleagues at the training facility hope this high school program translates to younger union members. We need members to carry on to run our work and to keep the union going. Reporting from Edwardsville, I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio.
Our Holly Agile edited that report. The piece by Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson was edited by Maria Altman. The executive editor at St. Louis Public Radio is Shula Newman. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.